Hello everyone, this is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello everyone and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I'm so glad that you could join me for this Bible Talk Tuesday where we will be ex- where we will be exploring um Samuel um which is in the book of 1 Samuel. We're going to be starting at um 1 Samuel chapter 3 is where we kind of see where Samuel begins his ministry and we're going to talk about how Samuel ministered before the Lord as a child. He was called early. Um he was called into the ministry early and so this was a child that um Hannah dedicated to the Lord. And we talked a little bit about Hannah on um, Sunday for the Women of the Bible series. And we will be talking about different women of the Bible as we go through um, this month in October. And so today is Tuesday and we do on Tuesdays, if you're new to the Victoriously Anointed podcast, we do Bible Talk Tuesdays where we do different passages of scripture from the Bible and we kind of um, just talk about it. And it just so happened on Sundays of this month, we're also be going to be um, going over different women of the Bible. Um, and so we do different things on Sundays where we um, kind of um, talk about different topics and subjects. <clears throat> Last month, we talked about testing and blessing um, was the uh, overall thing for Sundays um, last month. And so I do hope and pray that you would just go along this journey with me. Um, so if you're new to the Victoriously Anointed podcast, we welcome you. Thank you for being here. Um, you are more than welcome to tune in, to listen um, to any of the podcasts that you so desire um, that's on there. Um, and I encourage you to kind of keep on tuning in. And if you're not new to the Victoriously Anointed podcast, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You could be here with me on today. And so if you want to go with me to the book of First Samuel chapter 3, by all means, grab your Bible and let's get ready. And we're going to get started on the um, verse with Samuel. And if you decide that, you know what, I can't go grab my Bible right now. It's I just want to sit here and listen. That is totally fine with me. You go for it. And then I encourage you when you get off of the podcast that you go and you read the word of God and just pray as you're reading and allow God to minister to your heart. And you can kind of take some notes um, if you desire to do that. And if you want to kind of read over those notes and allow God to kind of really just um, bless your mind through whatever it is that you learn on here today. And as you go and you pray and you read the word of God, this is how you get into seeking God. This is how you get into building a relationship with him. Um, this is how he begins to talk to you as you just journey through life. Um, when you begin to kind of implement him into your study and into your search and into your seeking. And so when you begin to pray and you begin to um, really read the word of God, then you um, usher him into um, your situation, your circumstances, and um, then you can gain whatever it is that you need to gain. And so uh, in the book of first Samuel chapter three, we see where Samuel is getting ready to hear the voice of God. And so we see where it says, I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord. This is verse one um, before Eli. And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. So he came up in a time when the word of God was rare. Um, it was rare. Can you just imagine that? Just um, not really um, being able to receive from God because he's not really giving any revelation. That I think somebody had to um, feel, I would feel some type of way if God wasn't um, revealing himself to me or um, not talking or speaking 
if I didn't hear from God, you know, I would, I would feel some type of way like, God, where are you at? We need you. <laughs> we need you. Like we, I want you here. If nobody else wants you, God, I want you here. <laughs> and so we see that um, there was no widespread revelation. And it came to pass at the time when, while Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was, um, and while Samuel was lying down that the Lord called Samuel and he answered and the thing about it was uh, I believe that it's we're, we're seeing a stage set here about what's kind of going on and what's getting to occur uh, because as people get older their eyes begin to dim and so uh, we know that he's reached the old age and he's getting to the point where he's getting ready to really um, pass on um, Eli is and we find in the next chapter that he does pass on and so um, before we get there um, we see where it's telling us that before uh, everything kind of, um, before it got too late, I would say, um, that the Lord called Samuel. And when the Lord called Samuel, Samuel, Samuel heard. Um, Samuel heard. Do you hear God when he is talking to you? Do you hear God when he is calling you? Do you hear God when he is instructing you? Um, do you hear him enough to where you can respond? Because the Holy Spirit, um, he leads us. He guides us. He does speak. Um, the Holy Spirit does speak. And he has a, um, there it comes a discerning um, when you get ready to kind of get into just really um, hearing the voice of God. It comes through. Um, I would say God speaks in various ways. And the main way that he speaks is through his word, which is why I encourage you on the Victoriously Anointed podcast to get involved with the word of God. Um, read your Bible. Uh, when you get on here, you can kind of listen in to the word of God and then go back and read it um, so you can kind of uh, and pray while you're reading. So you can kind of uh, really, um, I really begin to develop even more of a fellowship and a relationship with God. And so I would encourage you on today that um, be, be listening for, um, God to talk to you, be listening for him to open up your eyes to different things. Be, be looking for God. And, uh, uh, uh there's a, there's a saying that says, look for God in everything, look for God in everything, because, um, when you begin to search for God, he, he sees the fact that you're looking for him. He sees the fact that you're seeking for him. And when you begin to seek and you begin to search for God, let me tell you something. He will reveal himself. <laughs> he will reveal himself. Um, the Lord looks for, he, it says that he, he, he looks about the earth to find those whose hearts are holy. He is. And so when you um, have a heart to seek God, um, that says that that's an expression of love from your heart. And so um, the fact that you are concerned about, you know, how God feels about this, what does God think about that and um, different things like that when you become an active doer of the word. And so um, that's the first point I kind of want to make. Do you hear when God actually responds to you? And one of those um, ways that we hear God, we have to be sensitive to his spirit. We have to be sensitive what he has to say. And, and we get sensitive um, by really um, praying. Um, prayer is one of the um, um, ways that you get sensitive to hearing his spirit. Because when you pray to God, you're communicating with him. And you're opening up the door for him to be able to communicate back with you. And so um, it's it's so important to the Christian life. Um, if prayer is not just something that is an option of whether you can do or can't do. But if you want to be a successful Christian, uh, one of those things that you have to do is pray. The word tells us to pray without ceasing. Men ought always pray and not faint. 
and we see where Jesus, um, he prayed. And so he's our perfect example. Um, he's the example that we can follow and uh, we can um, learn from. And so uh, we see where he prayed. And so um, it, it's uh, there is a, uh, something that I had saw one time. It says one week without prayer makes you weak or something like that. And it was one week. Uh, W.E.E.K. Uh, makes you weak um, and W.E.A.K. Something along those lines. And so I would say uh, it, it does. Your your life um, is is change when you begin to pray because it opens you up to a new perspective and that's the God perspective and so we're going to go ahead and we're going to read and prayer is a it's a development over time and so we'll see here um when Samuel hears the Lord calls him that he doesn't respond to God because he doesn't recognize that it is God and so um I would say that they actually um in the old testament that um some of them they actually heard God speak and so ours is more of a, a discerning ours is more of a we have to be pulled and led and we have to be able to kind of um really know where god is and how he's speaking and how he speaks through his word not saying that god doesn't um talk sometimes i'm not going to say that but i would say that um i believe that he did more um directly talking to them than he does um as far as just um like we talk to each other and we can hear each other i, I that's what i believe concerning here and so that's why he thought eli was the one that was calling him because he actually heard god's voice can you imagine just being able to actually hear God talk to you and say stuff to you and you know how he sounds? And so, but uh, if you really think about it, God does have a sound. He does have a sound. We, when you begin to hear music and different things like that and you recognize that it's a holy and it's a pure sound, um, that's, that's, um, that's what I mean by um, having a sound, a holy sound. And so um, we find that the Lord called Samuel and he said, here am I for you called me. He went to Eli and, and he said, I did not call you lie down again. And he went and laid down. And so we find where um, Samuel, he goes to Eli. He he um, hears his name and he responds. He, he, he doesn't delay. He goes and um, he resp he call he um, goes to him and tell you. And then he does. He goes. God calls. Um, God calls Samuel name again. And Samuel goes and he runs to Eli and Eli says, I did not call you go and lay down. And then there's a third time and God calls um, Samuel name name again on the third time. And um, Eli says that uh, this is what um, it says. I'm going to go ahead and read um, what um, verse six says in chapter three. Then the Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, here, I, here I am for you called me. He answered, I did not call you, my son, he, um, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And we find that here in verse 7 that he did not know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord um, yet revealed to him. And so um, the Lord was um, opening up the door for Samuel to get to know him. Is it not a blessing for God to open up the door um, for us to be able to get to know him? When Jesus came down, uh, when Jesus came uh, and he died and he hung, bled and died for us and he rose with all power in his hand. He opened up the door for us to be able to communicate with God. And so that is such a blessing to be able to communicate um, um, with the highest being. Um, that is a blessing. Um, that is something that we shouldn't take for granted. The fact that we can communicate to God about our situations, about our circumstances. Do you guys know that he does not have to, um, he does not have to step in. He does not have to communicate with us. He does not have to change situations on in our behalf. But the fact that we have this uh, this 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 um, God that desires to build fellowship and relationship with us is a blessing and that we have someone that is fighting on our behalf, even while we're asleep, 
even when we don't recognize, he knows all, he sees all, he's our defender, he's just our everything. If we allow him to be our everything, he is the great I am. And so um, the fact that um, God was getting ready to, God is trying to reveal himself um, to Samuel is a blessing. Um, because the word tells us that um, uh, Samuel did not know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. And so here comes in verse 8, and the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. And it was after that third time that Eli perceived that the Lord called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be. If he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And so Eli instructed him, this is what you do. Um, because he knew, he perceived, he recognized, and he knew, I would say he did, he discerned that it was the Lord that was calling Samuel and that Samuel was actually hearing his name. And Eli recognized that, okay, um, God is getting ready to reveal himself to Samuel. And so um, Samuel tells him what to do. Um, and so um, Samuel, I mean, Eli, I'm sorry, Eli tells Samuel what to do. And so um, Samuel has to receive the instruction um, that Eli gives to him. He has to um, be diligent to do what Eli is commanding, or not commanding, but telling him to do. And so um, we find here um, in the verse um, 10 of chapter 3, Now the Lord came and stood, um, stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. And Samuel did exactly what it was that Eli had instructed him to do um, so that he would be able to receive from the Lord God. Um, it's a blessing when God begins to call you and he knows you by name. Um, he knows you by name. That is such a blessing with so many people in the earth and so many um, children, I would say, that God does have. It's a blessing that he remembers all of his children's name. <laughs> uh, he remembers all of your uh, all of his children's name. Um, there is not a name that he does not know. He can number the hairs on your head. It's such a blessing um, to be connected with someone, um, to a being that knows you better than you know yourself. And that he can help you um, through whatever it is that you go through in life, the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, the uglies. And so um, thank God that um, he is uh, our God. Um, and so um, it tells what in um, verse 11, um, what the Lord has for Samuel. And so he gives him um, something, a word for Eli. And it says, behold, I would do something in Israel and which both ears of everyone who hears it would tingle. He says, I'm going to do something in Israel. And that day I will perform against Eli all that I have spoken concerning his house. He doesn't let him know what he's going to do in Israel, but he lets him know that he's going to do something, which all everyone, everybody is going to, um, uh, everyone who hears it will tingle. And so concerning his house from beginning to end, for I have told him that I will judge his house forever. Um, see, the Lord told him that he would judge his house forever for the iniquity which he knows, because his sons made themselves vow and he did not restrain them. And therefore I have sworn to the house of Eli, that the iniquity of Eli's house shall not be atoned for by sacrifice or offering forever. So God um, tells him what he's getting ready to do in Israel. That's going to be uh, everyone who hears um, their ears will tingle. And not only that, he tells him what he's going to do to the house of Eli. Um, that he's going to uh, pretty much he um, pronounced judgment on them for um, their iniquities. Thank God for grace. <laughs> um, he pronounces judgment on them for um, their iniquity. Um, and so Samuel lays down until morning. And the thing about it was the thing that he told um, Samuel, it was not that it was unknown to Eli. Eli knew um, that God had told him uh, about what he was getting ready to do and what 
uh, what happened to him and his family. So Eli already knew this. And so the fact that he revealed it to Samuel was, I believe, because Samuel was a child and he was still learning and he was uh, really, God was establishing him, I would say. Um, God was establishing him as a prophet among the people um, because uh, it's so important when um, someone says that they speak on behalf of God that we have to actually know that they are speaking on behalf of God. And so, um, and you know, uh, you'll begin to know when someone is actually speaking on behalf of God and God is actually speaking through them uh, by the change that it brings to your life, um, by just um, the fact that if what they say has come true, you know about them being a prophet and different things like that. Um, and so you'll, you'll, you'll know as you begin to kind of um, learn and grow in, in Christ Jesus. And so, and we see here where Samuel has to learn the voice of God. And so as you're going through life, don't get discouraged. Don't get dismayed if you feel like, you know what, I keep on um, hitting. I keep on missing. Um, I keep on missing. Because um, sometimes it's a hit and miss um, as you're learning to get to know God, as you're learning to get to um, really uh, follow his leading in his direction. Sometimes you're going to miss it until you begin to learn the difference between. Sometimes you have to learn the difference between um, what God is trying to get you to see and what he's trying to get you to do. Thereby, we learn obedience um, when we're actually putting in the effort of trying to learn and trying to get to know um, this God that we serve. And so um, I believe that um, we see where God didn't um, reprimand Sam Samuel for um, not responding to him the first time, the second time, the third time. He got it wrong the first three times. But it was the fourth time after he had been instructed on what to do um, that God responded to him. And, and God doesn't uh, God doesn't beat Samuel over the head with a stick because um, he he failed to get it the first three times. He doesn't do that. Um, he uh, gave him the opportunity and the chance and he put him in the right circumstances to where he'll be able to hear from him and know that it was him that was speaking um god wants us to know that it's him that's speaking and when we're sure that it's god that's speaking then it's up to us to decide whether to respond and whether to do whatever it is that god needs us to speak whatever it is that god needs us to do and different things like that and so um, it's up to us to respond and so uh i believe that god really he wants he desires to have a relationship with his people he desires fellowship with his people and so we can see that from this story of, um in eli and so Samuel lay down until morning, I'm on verse 15, and opened the doors of the house of the Lord. And Samuel was afraid to tell Eli the vision. He was afraid. Um, he didn't know that Eli had already um, know. He didn't know that. Uh, well, I'm not going to say that because it, the Lord told him that Eli knew. And so he was afraid to tell um, Eli the vision. He was afraid of it. And um, I can imagine um, how Samuel must have felt. This is the first time he's um, having to prophesy to someone. And he was and the thing that he's having to prophesy is a hard thing to tell someone. And so uh, it says that he was afraid, but he had to have courage. So even in the midst of our fear, even in the midst of the things, even in the midst of things that cause us to be afraid, afraid um, I believe we still have to learn to have courage and do it um, I believe that um, there is nothing wrong with being afraid it's when we dwell within that fear and allow it to dictate our lives that it becomes a problem um, because fear will rob you of life um, it says the word tells us in the book of John first John that um, perfect love casts out fear and so um, if we if we desire to really walk perfect in love then sometimes God is going to ask us to do things that may cause us to be afraid but the thing about it is you have to have the courage and go ahead and go forth um, knowing that God will be your support in whatever it is that he is requiring of you um, and so we find that here 
and the book of um, Samuel um, that we find that uh, he is afraid. And Eli calls him Samuel and, and says, Samuel, my son, he answered, here I am. And this is what Eli tells him. This is a teachable moment. And I believe that it was it was um, by divine appointment that God created this teachable moment because Eli already knew um, what, what God had uh, pronounced over his house. And so God then reveals it to Samuel. And I believe it's so that Samuel could learn a lesson. And I believe that the lesson that Samuel is getting ready to learn is that even the hard stuff, you have to be willing to do the hard things too. Um, because everything that when you go through life, everything isn't going to be easy. And some things that you're going to have to do, they're not, they're, they're going to, they're going to, they may be simple, but they're not always going to be easy um, because it was simple for him as far as just, you have to do is just speak what God says. But the fact of it is, I'm pretty sure he probably loved Eli. Um, and so um, we can see throughout scripture, um, Samuel really did have a heart for really just the people. And so um, we find him here where Eli tells him, what is the word that the Lord spoke to you? Please do not hide it from me. God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me of all the things that he said to you. Then Samuel told him everything and he had nothing from him. And he said, it is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. And so um, the fact that uh, Samuel uh, went forth and he had courage um, to tell Eli exactly what it was that the Lord said to him. And Eli tells him, um, Eli is just, I feel like Eli is just straight up with him. Hey, don't hide it from me. Um, don't hide it from me because the Lord do so the Lord do more so to you. It says, let me let me go back and read that exact thing. He says, uh and, and he says, God do so to you and more also if you hide anything from me. And so Eli was letting him know that, hey, I already know that I'm I'm I, I I've I've done some wrong things and that God has given me something concerning my house and I just need you to tell me exactly what he told you so that he that's pretty much so I'm I'm warning you so that um the the same thing won't happen to you and God do more also. And so Eli tells him the Lord do um, if, the, if it pleases the Lord, it is the Lord. Let him do what seems good to him. Let him do what seems good to him. Um, and so um, God knows how to work things out for the good. And what he does do is good because um, Eli's sons were wicked and Eli um, just pretty much he just allowed them to be that way. Um, he didn't restrain them. He didn't try to stop them. Um, he just allowed them to be that way. And they they were in a leadership role um, where they were taking care of God's people. And so that was a heavier weight uh, for them um, to be sitting in that position um, and behaving as they were behaving. And so because the people relied on them, um, that people relied on them um, to pretty much um, make burnt offerings and sacrifices for them and different things like that, that the priesthood was called to. And so for them to be behaving that way, they were uh, they're, they're, they were the people's communication line to God. And so uh, for them to be behaving in a wicked manner, um, that really didn't, uh, that, that wasn't good for the people. And so um, this is what the Lord tells him. And I believe that this, in this moment in Samuel's life, he had to learn to do the hard thing. Um, he had to learn to do the hard thing. Sometimes we have to learn to do the hard thing because God could have gave him a, another word. And that was just like, oh, I'm so excited. Can you imagine if he would have got another word? He probably been ran to Eli, but he had to tell him something that was kind of that I, I it was a good it was a good thing uh, because it was the Lord, uh, but it was a hard thing, a hard thing. So sometimes you have to be willing to do the hard thing. And so it tells us that so Samuel grew and the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. It says that the Lord was with him and let none of his words fall to the ground. 
that's how you know that the Lord spoke through him. The Lord spoke through him. <laughs> um, and so uh, when the Lord speaks through you, when the Lord speaks through you, it is him who speaks. Um, and when he speaks, his word is so and is faithful and is true. And so it's so important for us to kind of get into fellowship and develop a prayer life with God. I hope and pray that you were able to receive something from this podcast on today. And if anything, I want you to receive the fact that honor God, whatever it is that um, God has placed on you to do, honor God. And I believe sometimes we do kind of like, uh, we, we we do various things sometimes. We, we question it. Sometimes we go back and forth with different things. But when certain things occur that it's like it has God's stamp on, stamp on it, I believe if you would continue to seek him and continue to stay prayerful, um, then uh, and you keep on looking for him to kind of show you and lead you and guide you, I don't believe that God would turn away that, that, that heart that you have for him. I believe that he will make it plain. I believe that he will make it clear so that you can do the thing that you desire to do if you desire to walk in obedient lifestyle to him. I believe that he will uh, open up the door for you to be able to do that, even if that means that sometimes you make mistakes. Um, I want to let you know that it's okay. Um, you have the best teacher, the best instructor, the best instructor, the best um, shepherd watching over you, and that's the Father God. And I'm going to tell you something. Um, just like um, Samuel had to learn to hear God's voice, sometimes you have to be able to um, know that sometimes you're going to, um, this walk in this journey with God, it's a learning thing. And we will see through. Um, throughout Samuel's life, the parts that we do know um, where God is really um, helping Samuel to see different things throughout his life. And so um, it's so important that we take God on our journey with us and recognizing that and taking God on the journey with us, um, that opens up the door for us to be able to learn and to grow um, and develop uh, more intimacy and fellowship with God. And so we're going to go ahead and end this podcast with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for just revealing your heart to us, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for opening up the doors in our life, Lord God, that need to be open. And thank you, Lord God, for doors that we have tried to walk through, Father God, but you closed them, Lord God. But you closed them, Father God, to present to us something better, to present to some, us something good. Because you say all things work together for the good for those that are called. Um, uh, so, we, God, we praise you and we bless you and we thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you're working out. And I pray that everyone listening to this podcast will receive a victory on this week. We thank you and we bless you. Amen. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed on today. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I pray it was a blessing to you. If you're interested in being on the show or advertising with the Victoriously Anointed podcast, please contact me on my social media pages at Lynn Stacy Studios on Facebook or Instagram. You can also reach me, Studios at gmail.com. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed. And remember, we were predestined in Christ Jesus for good works.